Hey there, welcome to the Horrible Night cast from HorribleNight.com. This is episode 15 for August 17th, 2016. I'm your host, Justin Lacey. I think I've said everything I need to say other than introducing my guest, Ryan Billingsley. Welcome back. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Ready to, take, ready to talk some video games? Video games we shall talk. Before we get into the thing that we won't shut up about, <laughs> which is really good news. Yeah. Um, Despite what everybody else is saying. Um, has been there been anything else kind of going on, like loosely game-related? Um, I know you're working on an article that's going up on the site, but just anything else on the periphery of gaming that has had your attention lately? Um, not really. Um, doing some game development in Game Maker, which has been really interesting. Um, game Maker is used to make probably a lot of stuff that you've played, like Nuclear Throne... Um, enter the Gungeon. It was Gungeon? I'm pretty sure Gungeon okay. was Game Maker. I, I could be wrong about that one. I know definitely Nuclear Throne is because it says made in Game Maker Studio. And, and Game of the Year candidate, Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah, Hyperlight Drifter, yep. That was one that kind of got my attention. I was like, holy shit, that artwork. And I think the yeah, yeah the original Spelunky, I, I went back and noticed yeah. that it was that they, I didn't notice that original phrasing. Like the original Spelunky, not the, not the one that we all played, but the yeah. like the web version. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's really good at making two D games. Um, so just kind of seeing what that's like, and and you messed with some Unity. other stuff before that, like a Unity or like have there been other game development things that you've tried that? Yeah, I've done some work in Unity. I've done two D and three D in Unity. Um, I haven't I haven't touched Unreal Tournaments, UT's engine because the last time I messed oh, with yeah. it was back in college. And it was just too intense for me. Yeah. Where were you saying, like, you got to get a couple games under your belt before you're ready for Unreal? Yeah. And, I mean, you really need to understand 3D rendering and and really have a grasp on on how all of that works, I think, to really get the most out of that engine. But it can do really pretty things. You know, I mean, Rocket League is built in Unreal Tournament engine. So, I mean, it's it's a very powerful engine, but... That comes with some some complexity. So. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Game Maker. It's more sophisticated than we probably gave it credit for. But oh, also yeah. a good kind of intro tool. Like if you're going to start somewhere, like it it might have. Yeah, if you're if you're interested in doing game development, I would definitely recommend taking a look at it. Um, and I think there are some really good tutorial series around it. I think it's hard to write tutorials for Unreal Tournament because it can do or Unreal Tournament. <laughs> sorry, Unity, uh, because it can do so much that it's hard to get it to focus on the part that you really want to do. And game maker is very focused. Like it does one thing and it does it very well. And so all the tutorials will be geared towards making some form of 2d game. So if it's a top down RPG or side scroller platforming kind of thing, like there's tutorials for all of that. So did you, did you mean there's not very many tutorials for un, unreal engine or unity? You said, no, there's lots of tutorials for unity. Okay. I meant unity. Um, I haven't looked, I really, I mean, I need to look at unreal tournament engine. I think the other reason why I didn't look at unreal is because for the longest time, the, the licensing was oh, yeah. ridiculous. expensive. Yeah. Um, and it was just completely out of my grasp and now they've come kind of, they unity kind of dragged them down to being more competitively priced. <laughs> um, competition is good. But no, for Unity, um, like especially when I started off wanting to do 2D games and 2D was still really new to the engine, it was hard to find good information about how to do it the right way. Um, 
and there was a lot of stuff on 3D and a lot of stuff on doing it fake 2D, which is what people had to do before they added 2D, the 2D tools to Unity before that. So um, I think it's starting to get better, but it's it's just you can do a lot. It's a very capable game development platform that you can do a lot of stuff in. Um, so it's just sometimes hard to find that that one thing that you really want an answer to cool yeah so maybe someday we're working on we're working on something i just thought it was funny that you and i had the same idea when we were like trying to think of a competitive game to make that we honed in on <laughs> like a classic game that we both really like that kind of needs a little bit of an update but, yeah but uh yeah we'll kind of post about that once that's it's more publicly consumable yep. but um um i wanted to move on to the the game of the month the the most hyped game of the year uh, most interesting conversations leading to this but i also don't want to have the same conversation everybody else is having because no man's sky is the game everybody's talking about yeah and you and i um had a really good first impression of no man's sky so yeah. i kind of want to oh, we'll open with this and we'll kind of revisit some uh, some future stuff with it later but i, I kind of just want to talk about um, your first impressions of No Man's Sky, some of our initial stories, and then even get into uh, playing with your daughters a little bit. Yeah. But, but uh, um, you were pretty apprehensive about this release, and it sounds like that quickly went away. So when did it? When did it? When did it click with you? When did? When did you relax and start in, really enjoying No Man's Sky? Well, um, I th- I mean I started I don't even know what possessed me but i decided to play it midnight when it came out on <laughs> ps4 um i ended up just staying up and i was like you know i'm gonna play it because i just i i really wanted to see what it was and i think just when i got into the game and i don't know i think it was probably the first time that i left a planet and you see like the stars and the asteroids come up and then you're like out in space and it's like, oh, okay, now you can, you know, hop over to this planet. And I was just like, well, this is exactly what I wanted it to be. <laughs> like, this is exactly what I was hoping for. Um, and it just made me realize that a lot, like, the, 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 it's, I mean, it's a great case study of, what hype around a game can do to both help and to hurt it man yeah and and i think people got really worked up before they got their hands on this game and and i got caught up in that and then once i started playing and i was just like this is this is great like this is what i wanted this is you know there's these crazy looking squid things coming at me and that's super fun and like you know even the mining and stuff like that like I know it's chore it's chore based, like, but I like that. Yep. It's it's relaxing. I mean, I've been playing a clicker game for like right. I don't even know how long. Like, <laughs> I don't have a problem with that idea of like I'm gonna pop in, jet back around this really cool looking world, mine some stuff, and then pop out and not you know and go do something else. Mm-hmm. And like, I I really enjoy that, and it it totally fulfills um, that kind of game that I always like to have in my rotation, like. Yes, I'm playing things like like Doom and and someday I'll play get back to playing through Uncharted and one, two, and three. But <laughs> but like I always like having that game that sits out there where it's like, yeah, I can just pop in and I can do some things and I can explore a little bit and I can feel really good about playing that. 
and I I don't feel like compelled like oh I got to get through this or it's just like yeah I played it that felt great now I'm gonna go do something else. I mean I kind of find myself um, kind of bouncing back and forth like my motivation is either to get more slots for my inventory to get more stuff, mm-hmm. and when I get tired of that I like there's something in me like I, I like fully completed a couple planets. And wasn't really jumping around too much. And then I was like, as I was kind of getting tired of what I was doing, was just over exploring this one planet. I was like, then you, every now and then you realize I can just go someplace else. Yeah. And and then it, and it feels new, and the and the loop starts again, and it's it's exhilarating every time. Just like diving down to a planet never gets old. Like like yeah. what 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 is this going to be? Yeah. And there's it, always that like anxiety of like, is this going to be like a super hostile sentinel planet or is it going to be like really cold and I'm constantly going to have to charge like life support and environmental protection stuff or like, you just never know what you're going to get. And like, like I, I just found this planet I was playing, um, last week or this past week. And I found this planet and it has, um, these, these cubes, vortex cubes and vortex cubes are worth a lot of money. Um, if you sell them, and so, like, this planet is just covered. I'm like, they're all over the place. So I'm like, awesome. I'm finally going to make some serious money because um, I've been really wanting to get a new ship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the really good ships, yeah, what all the-, the ones I really, really like are, like, $2 million in Okay. Just, like, like, the ones I'm like, trying to get, oh. like, a like a 24 slot. Yeah, That's, something a little bit about- bigger. Um, yeah. And so I started, like, I go and I pick up my first Vortex Cube, and instantly I've got, like, a three-star, like, Warning. Sentinel Sentinel rating. And so you immediately have two of the drones and one of the dogs come after you. And so like I can fight them off. Like I've gotten my I've gotten my multi tool up to up to snuff now that I can pretty much fight them off and it's not a problem. And so like just that that like awesome feeling of landing on that planet and like here's this new thing and like i'm gonna figure out what this is and then you know going through those battles and like i've been on that planet for a while now because it's it's a lot of money and i (laughs) I want that money so i've been mining it and fighting fighting drones like crazy um like i I forget what level i'm at as far as like the have you died oh yeah on that planet oh yeah for sure yeah um like one it's weird the there's I think I glitched it out because at one point I got it up to five. I don't know what, what you call that threat five. level. My yeah. threat level is five. I always relate it to GTA. It's a five. I know. That's what I always think five too. Star five star. Um, so they sent the the big Ada after me. Okay. And I managed to take him out and then it didn't reset. Like it never said the Sentinels were or, deactivated. So I just kept a five-star threat level, but they never sent anything else after me. Weird. So then I was just mining like okay. crazy. I was like, well, I'm going to seize this <laughs> mining, opportunity. Mining like crazy after you like realize that things aren't going to come after right, you. Right, right. <laughs> um, but then I left the planet to go... I needed to go get something else because this planet lacks a certain mineral that I need or a certain isotope or whatever. <laughs> and so I left and I came back and now it resets every time. So yeah. every time I get one, I go back to a three-star yeah, threat had a, level. You had a good... yeah. So you should have found like a, a trading outpost on the planet. I did. I was doing that. Yeah. It was just they didn't have. I needed this one thing. I forget what it was because I ended up buying a new ship. Um, and I really like the ship that I got. Um, I think I wanted something for the ship, and it needed some blue blue material that I didn't couldn't find, and they didn't have it in the trading post. Um, so yeah, I ended up didn't come back. But 
I'll tie this back in, but I, I've, I've when I've written about this, I keep comparing the exploration to Mass Effect One, and my favorite part about that game at the time, like in the moment when it came out, um, was just going to different planets. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care how boring they were. On those, those were some looking back, those are some boring ass planets. <laughs> but I really just liked seeing the the different types of planets in that game. Yeah. And, no Man's Sky always looked like, you know, the ultimate version of that, plus, like, actually more to do and more interesting things to look at. And yeah. and that's really all I wanted out of No Man's Sky. And so, I don't know, just e- even just leading up to launch week, I, I started realizing that I'm going to be ta- I'm going to be taken care of. It's going to be yeah. going to be all right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So everything else, like I can just jump from planet to planet and just look at stuff like somebody uh, on the idle weekend podcast uh, before I couldn't listen to anymore. Uh, <laughs> Daniel had some good points uh, about um, there's a version of this game that is just Pokemon snap that I really want. Where yeah. it's just, I just want a camera. I don't even, I don't even really want to go do anything else, but I could literally just walk around and look at stuff and I'd be satisfied. Yeah. So, um, uh, everything else is just, is just, is just awesome because there are, even when that loop gets a little bit tiresome, there's always something else to do or what I found every time I go to a different planet. Yeah. 90% of it's pretty much the same as the last planet, but there it's those, those, little things that make it different that make every planet kind of stand out to me at this point. Like whether it's uh, different effects or just like, uh, or animal designs or just the mix of, of landmarks that I've come across or, you know, it's kind of once I get into that groove of I'm just mining and making money and Mm -hmm. doing some sort of, you know, chore loop, Mm-hmm. something breaks that up whether that's a whether that's a pirate fight or i screw up with the sentinels or uh, my big thing yesterday was the only hostile animals i'd run across were like big monster dudes big like t-rex looking things yeah that looked menacing from a distance and it told you they were aggressive and i finally had like a little a little derpy blob thing <laughs> attack me from behind and I never saw him because it was so small, but he was like, couldn't be more ticked off at me <laughs> yeah. and like, dude, I'm like, I don't want to kill you, but you, you know, so I'd launched a grenade in his face and there's just like, it was just one more thing that like, I just look at it from like, there's another variable out there that could happen and just mix everything up and, yeah. and make this make every, I, I get a story every time I go out there. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not, it's not, you know, everything else, you know, the mining loop and the exploration, that's just, that's peaceful. That's just like yeah. a nice, relaxing way to spend my time. And honestly, I kind of need that game right now. Like it's been, it's been, it fits really well with, I'm just kind of kicking back and playing this game. And I was talking to you before the show and some other guys on the site, like uh, content's a little bit light on the site right now, but I'm kind of okay with it because I just want to play yeah. No Man's Sky. Like, yeah. and you know, I'll come out of it, but but I'm not gonna fight it either because it's the type of game that it's. I mean, that launch week was that was a really kind of uh, standout moment in gaming. Like, just be a part of be a part of that because I was really dead set on waiting for the PC release, and about three hours to go, <laughs> I was like, no, I gotta play. I gotta be a part of this. I was I, cracking up. I, I it, like I saw you get on, and I'm like, he doesn't. He hasn't been on PlayStation like just. 
Hell's out Hunter. of the blue in a while. And I'm like, he's going to buy it for PS4. And then I then I got onto uh, our Slack and I saw that you're like, you came. And I'm like, yeah, I, f- I figured. I don't remember. I think it was literally just I couldn't wait anymore. Like I didn't yeah. want to. A little bit of it is I wanted to be able to come to the office and talk to the guys that played played the game because I knew you were going to play it. And, yeah. Um, and I didn't want to feel behind on that. And it was yeah. just like, and I started doubting like where the PC, how the PC version was going to turn out. And I was like, and you know what? I can always buy that later. Like yeah. uh, sales and that kind of stuff. Didn't end up waiting for the sale, but because <laughs> um, uh, the, fu- the future of the PC version could be, could be interesting. But like I couldn't, I've gotten everything I want out of this game. Like, like already I'm like, you know, 12 hours in 15, I think 12, I'd say 12 or 15. And uh, I'm still just having fun. Just, nothing's feeling repetitive even though the gameplay loop is is kind of simple in that regard and yeah. and it's just it's just fun to be in that game and that's that's where my mind is when i'm doing anything else like i'd rather go be i'd rather go be in space yeah and uh um yeah i think uh the coolest moment for me as far as like i'm really into um, how how the plants look, how they stand out, stand apart from one another. But I mean those those vistas when you are when you are on a moon are some of the coolest moments. Oh yeah, because the the planet that it's orbiting is so big on the mm-hmm. horizon, and it just it just I know it's all procedurally generated, and I know where you know uh, where the variables are in that. But everything, I, nothing's looked that good that is is made like that, and it's it's an amazing feat. Well, and I think just the fact that like the developers, you know, Hello Games, who made this, they were like, we don't even know what all this stuff is going to look <laughs> yeah. like. Like we haven't seen every single permutation. Like they're seeing people playing their game, discovering things that they didn't know existed. Right. <laughs> like that's incredible. <laughs> that is really incredible. I like landed on this planet and it like it was just like these big tall like it kind of almost reminded me of like the like the island at the end of the Force Awakens like it's just like these big tall like rock islands in this like yeah. vast ocean and like you literally would need to like jump like from each island to island with your ship unless you wanted to do like the crazy jetpacking up the side of them thing um but I was just like that is so incredibly different from the planet that I just came from, which is like the whole planet is like red. The atmosphere is red. Like it's just like, like being on the surface of Mars kind of feeling and like just, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, it's absolutely incredible that you are like, I know, I know like from a developer, like it's an algorithm that, um, (laughs) you know, that somebody developed and like, that's how it's doing it. But still there is like, so much art and beauty and so much discovery in what is out there and just like some of the caves like even like you're like looking into it and there's like the awesome like glow that's on the top and then you've got some like stuff on the bottom that's glowing and they just look amazing and you just it's great to just be in a game and just take a second and just be like wow mm-hmm. this is cool <laughs> this it, looks really cool and that does it like not every planet but every other planet like it's yeah. just yeah um, and also the ships look awesome. Those are cool. I think yeah. they are so great. Like it's, I really love, um, so I'm hanging out on this planet. I'm mining my cubes. Um, and there is a trade spot. And so these ships will come in and land presumably to do trade with this outpost. And so like, I get to see all these different ships like coming in and like seeing like how big they are, what they're worth. Like, 
like just the variety is just amazing. Like I know there's a I know there's a threshold. Like I know there's an upper limit. Like there's only so many ships in this game, but it doesn't feel like I'm gonna hit it. Right. Like it doesn't feel like I'll play and this game long enough to be like, oh, I've seen that ship again. Like and I, I I mean that day will come where I can even see that stuff, but but I I don't even want to like finish that thought. Like as far as like yeah. Um, because yeah, I I mean I love pulling into the the uh space the space stations and just waiting for those next ships to fly in to see what uh, what little quirks are going to have and like I've got my eye on a couple and as soon as I get like 5 million units but yeah. um <laughs> um yeah that, that that stuff's cool and then um actually when I was playing a little bit on the PC I've got the most my my multi tool. I got some random ass multi tool that looked like a creature. Like it was, Ooh. it like looked like if you've gone into any of the uh, the like infected yes, stations, it yep. looked like it was kind of part of that. Nice. And 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 then I've seen stuff online where the thing just looks like a big ass sniper rifle, and it's yeah. just like those are procedurally generated too, and just yeah, that kind of stuff's exciting. That like because the reason I like jumping between the PS4 and PC over the launch weekend was just to see. Okay, how different can this really feel when I'm starting out? And yeah. and yeah, like the the mix of planets and the mix of uh ships that I've seen and multi-tools, like it it's it's really cool just yeah. to see that stuff come together. And one one thing I will say just because our buddy Kyle um <laughs> almost gave up on the game oh before he got to space, but you kind of mentioned that that's where you had that breakthrough that first time like you have to get off world. Like if if you've played this game and you're like, well, this seems like this is going to be kind of boring. Ju- yeah. Get off a world yeah. and jump to a planet, and yeah, everything changes. Uh, d- yeah, I would encourage you to like fix your ship, get into space, yes. hyper jump twice, yeah, and then start kind of getting into your loop. Like I'm kind of I didn't leave my f- opening system until I hundred percent of that first planet, and yeah. I I can have fun with that, but the game kind of just totally changed after I jumped that first time. And, and yeah, so I'd recommend like feel free to explore quickly at the beginning yeah. and then, uh, kind of, you know, settle into your, whatever routine you want to go, go for whatever. There that is. is a, there is a weird, um, like a weird pull with you wanting to stay in your system and like, and see all the things that there is to discover there. But the game really encourages you to keep moving like yeah. i mean there is a goal there is you know you're trying to get to the core don't listen to one but yeah but but for me the thing was so i get to my first system and i'm just like what am i gonna name all this crap i don't want to think about names so yeah. i name it after my family of course yeah. like that's an easy one to do yeah. so it's like my kids my wife my dogs yeah and then i'm like I'm going to leave this system behind and I'm never going to find it again. Someone else might. And yeah. And I'm like, that is cool. And like, I was explaining that to, to my daughter and it's like, you know, somebody could just come across your planet and like, it will forever be named E mm-hmm. E for the PlayStation four players. Like yeah. if they find that planet, that's what it's called. And like, I was like, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Like that, that feels, I, I don't, I can't remember a game that has that kind of, just like possibility about it. Like, I mean, that's that's the uh, that's the most unique thing about it is that we're all having unique experiences and yeah. and kind of I think a little bit of me is just kind of huddled in my like my local galaxies because I I know that I'm not going to come across somebody else's. Like I yeah. part of my brain is the closer I get to the center, 
the more I'm going to come across other people's discoveries, which has its has its merits too. But I wanna I wanna like just name as I want to name as much as much stuff as I can around my little pocket of the of the universe yeah and um discover stuff that i know that like i mean none of none of you are going to see anything i'm doing like if i unless i stream it like right. the chances of you coming across my little corner yeah unless they add some kind of like here's coordinates yes yeah, yeah which they probably to try and get there which they could yeah um but then you still would have to you know that's a detour that's like yeah you're not you're no longer moving towards the core now you're moving towards yeah. something else but that that's an easy thing for them to do to make it like okay i found the core now i'm gonna go find out my friend's galaxy and see yeah. all the things that he found and you know that idea is, is yeah great. i've got some ideas around that we can talk about later but i do want to before we move on kind of talk about uh playing playing this game with your daughters how, how'd you explain it to them what do they what do they think of it i don't i don't usually explain games to them like i it, they're so young that it's easy enough to just be like hey i have a new game that okay. we're gonna try yeah um, and so lately I've lately I've been on a, a roll cause I played, we played tricky towers and we played overcooked and they love both of those games. So I was like, Hey, I've got this new game. It's called no man's sky. We're going to check it out. And they are like, they, they like started and they were just kind of like, Oh, this is kind of boring. Let's play overcooked. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, Hey, look, look at that animal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to scan it. So I scan the animal and I'm like, what do you want to call it? They were like hooked <laughs> in that moment. Like when they realized they could name the things that make up this galaxy, like that's all they want to do now. <laughs> and like, they're like fighting over who gets to name the next planet. Like they've already come up with names for galaxies that we have yet to find. Like they're <laughs> queuing up names. So it's just like, it is so much fun to play with them because like we found a new galaxy and like they named the galaxy soup. And like the first, the first planet was chicken burrito. And like, <laughs> it's just like the silly stuff that little kids come up with. But then like, I'm playing during my lunch break, like through PS4 remote play. And it's just oh. like, ah, oh, man, I got to get over to ricey tomato and uh, go mine some stuff. And like, I have to live in that world now. Like, this is what my world is. Like I'm navigating the soup galaxy until I move on to something different, but it's super fun. They got really excited when they, we were looking at ships and like shopping for ships. And like, I would get bummed. Cause it's like, Ah, oh, that shit costs like three million units or something like that. <laughs> yeah, There's no way I can afford that. And they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Day, that you can't afford that chip." And I'm just like, "This is so weird," <laughs> but it's great. So uh-huh. it's it is really fun. Like, it's great because they don't want to play the game. Like, they know it's too complicated for them. They don't first person controls are just not right. for little kids. And like, June can barely hold a, a PlayStation controller, and it's way too big for Eve. Um, but they don't want to play. They just want to watch me do whatever I'm going to do. And then like they get to name things. They get to see the different animals. They really like when I feed animals and that they're happy and, you know, they appreciate that. And they've, they've grown to detest the sentinels as much as I have. So man, when I found out you could feed those animals and I don't know what I was expecting, but that little smiley face emoji is kind of perfect. It's all you need. And like people are like, Oh, I want it to follow me. I don't want things. No, me <laughs> I don't need a companion. I want to be like, you look great. Here's some food. Yeah, it's good seeing you. Okay, <laughs> you look great. Move on. <laughs> no, don't feed the ugly animals. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. Uh, you kind of gave me that idea. 
uh, when I was talking to people that were considering buying the game, they've been trying to push Coop to get it for the same reason oh, yeah. that you're enjoying it of like, no, this is a game you can play in front of your kids, no yes. matter what their age is. And they'll probably get involved in it. And, and, you know, it can become like a little family activity. And, and for you just like, I don't know, playing this couple months down the road and, and still playing in galaxies that your children have named. There's yeah. just, there's something, there's something more novel to that than, you know, my, al- my galaxy named after Metallica albums. <laughs> like uh, I'm doing my own things, but yeah, um, uh, that's but but see I that's I really think you got at it earlier when you said like this game is about the stories that you make while you're playing it and I think that is where this game excels and I think the conversations that people are having about this game detract away from that that there is a there's a story and experience that you are going to have that that will be meaningful to you and specific to you. And like mine is, and it's, and mine it's, is part with my kids and like how I'm playing that. And like, I love that. And like, if I never run across a planet that you or Kyle or anybody else discovers that won't take away from that at right. all. And, and it's not for the first time, it's not about like talking to people that are like at a, at the same point as you or, or far enough level wise, or they, they're beating a boss or it's not those types of milestones. Like we, we had lunch the other day with a couple people that had been playing the game and I felt bad for the person at the table that hadn't played the game because we started telling stories. And I'm like, we will never stop. Yeah. Like, because, yeah. because it, like, it's kind of like when we do our spoiler night shows, okay, we can finally let loose. We're in the room with people that have experienced the exact same stuff that we have. Like there yeah. are no holds barred. I can, I can't spoil anything for you. So we can we can just have a big conversation, but with No Man's Sky, there's nothing to spoil. It's no. just like just tell me about the thing that happened. You're not right. gonna, you're not going to tell me about like how much stuff you mined, but like what happened on your unique planet, and like I will never see that. So I only I can only get this by the story you're telling me. And I and don't even know, though you won't experience that exact same thing, I can you totally can relate totally to relate it. to yeah. it. Like you can understand and like. You're like, oh, that's crazy. Like, and I know there's other like survival games, and that this genre exists beyond this game, and we haven't happened to get into those games. But um, uh, it's 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 such a, a a fun game to be a part of right now, and I'm I get excited anytime I find someone new that's played the game, and, and just, I want to hear what they thought and what yeah. what th- what stood out to you, like what what little quirk about this game that no one's talking about do you really like because it's just there's all those little small discoveries in it that i think um will make this game stand out for a long time yep all right we'll catch your breath maybe we'll come back we'll see how timing goes to uh where else we have some other ideas for no man's sky but you are you have been playing some other stuff yeah uh what jumps out first where do you want to start here um so right before no man's sky came out i was on a charge with doom um Doom is the the polar opposite of No Man's Sky in that <laughs> I cannot play it while my kids are awake um, because they are young and I I don't want them to uh, see the game, game scares me some of those things yet yeah um, I Doom has been it's been weird for me like it it kind of started off like I've always I've always enjoyed it it was just hard for me to want to sit down and put like a lot of time into it. Um, because some of the time it was just like, man, this game, like I just feel drained after playing it. Um, so that was part of it. But I, I finally hit a stride and, and got some time into it. And, and man, what what a fun shooter. Like just 
It's really good. <laughs> really, really captures everything I loved about playing shooters when I was in middle school and high school. And like just takes all of those things and couples it with an incredibly smart weapon system. Yeah, the upgrades, yeah. Uh, upgrades are great. Um, a lot of depth, but a lot of optional depth. Mm-hmm. Like if you really want to be a hundred percenter, there's actually a lot that yeah. you can do. And if you don't, guess what? Just go kill and rip the hell out of all kinds of stuff and you'll have fun. Like, yeah. and that's what I finally was just like, I'm not a hundred percenter. Like, it's just not me. It's not how I play games. And so now I'm just, I'm just fighting stuff and having these awesome <laughs> boss battles and just, I mean, it is really, really fun. I was telling you the other day, I think we were, I think I'm, I don't know if you've gotten through hell, the hell level yet, but um, we were around the same point and I was like, I put up the the video of of my my trip through hell and I noticed like rewatching it for trying to come up with the description and stuff that I do that at the end of every major battle I was out of breath. Oh yeah. Like cuz I am like I cuz all you can do in that game is sprint around to survive and just try to pick your spots to blow these guys up and and like a lot of shooting and moving and and I would like hold my breath or something like while I'm trying to figure that out. And then finally that moment where I can relax and it, that game, it takes a lot out of you. And like, um, at first I was, I was fighting it. I was trying to play it. The just run and gun the entire time. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, for some reason I started realizing how well designed the map layouts actually were once I figured out how to read the map and find secrets and stuff. Yeah. And, um, so once I started to appreciate that, I actually like, I like clearing everything out and then going back through and trying to get all the collectibles and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff just to kind of ca- give me a little bit longer to catch my breath in between the next fights. And, yeah. and, uh, I, I, I started to like that balance, but at the same time when I initially started playing that game, I thought I just wanted to sprint through it and it would be like nothing else. Yeah. And I think you can totally play it that way, but I've, I've started getting more into, uh, seeing what else is in this game. Cause like, I don't know, there's a, it is in such a weird place with, you know, most of that original team is gone. Carmack is gone. And like, yeah. and you didn't know what to expect from this game, but like, there's a lot of passion behind this project. And there's so many callbacks to the original doom. Like I, it's just, I didn't expect so much care to go into this game, but also just feel as awesome as it does. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. For me, like doom three was a complete miss for me. Like it, it's just not my kind of game. I'm not into to horror and yeah. jump scares and it just wasn't the game that I wanted to play. And it's like the first time you shoot a guy and he turns orange and then you like crush his skull with like your fist and you're just like, yes, <laughs> this is what I remember doom being right. like, even though they couldn't pull it off at the time with the technology they had, like, this is what I think of with Doom. Like, it's chaos. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's you are an agent of chaos that's been dropped into this thing. And, like, it's great. Like, we've talked about, like, the story means nothing. <laughs> like, it, and they, they <laughs> poke fun at themselves for how nonsensical yeah. all of this is. It's just, like, every time they're just, like, we harnessed hell energy to <laughs> save the world. It's just, like, this is so ridiculous. But it's great because it's, like, at the same time, your character that you're playing does not care right it's like 
oh, don't destroy that. You're going to ruin the world's energy. You just kick something and just like, you don't care. And it's like, that's exactly how I feel. Like, that's how much I care about what you're saying to me right now. You unleash the demons. I'm going to go kill all the demons. Yes. Stop talking to me. Yes, it's perfect. Like, the fun, I just started having flashbacks. Like, you'd think I would have had the Delilah reaction that I did in Firewatch <laughs> too. That guy, the doctor that won't stop talking to yeah. you. But um, yeah, I'm glad you got to go back to the game and found a... Um, um, a kind of way to play it because that's kind of what started that discussion of like you can't play Doom in front of your children, right? Uh, and No Man's Sky is kind of a, a good fit, good fit for that. But yeah. um, I'll be curious, like once you kind of get a good fix of No Man's Sky, w- when and if you go back to Doom. But I, I oh, just, I'm 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 already I'm already looking forward to getting back to it, and now it's just finding time. That's the hardest part. Um, but I I'm. I'm still in that that zone where like No Man's Sky was, you know, it was a, the launch week was really good to just take a break and what was the breath, what was the last awesome thing you did in Doom? Um, it's right before. This isn't a big spoiler. No. I won't. I won't see where you're at. You're not going to spoil people. So. Yeah. So it's it's right before it's um, Olivia. It's taking the. Whatever the thing is that's going to do the bad thing yeah. to open the portal, uh-huh. she's going up like in the elevator, and you're in this big circular room. Yeah, and it's when one of the first like the big fat the mancubus yes jumps out at you, and I was just like, <laughs> oh shit, what is that? <laughs> and that battle is so fun. Yes. Like, like I'm just like laying into <clears throat> him, and then all of a sudden, like I'm thinking like he's the boss. Yep. No, there's more of them coming, and I'm just like. Oh this yeah, is so this is Doom. great. This is so great. <laughs> and just unloading everything you've got and the upgrades on the weapons are are just so fantastic. Like the the shotgun that can shoot a grenade and like I've got my assault rifle as like basically a sniper rifle okay. at this point. The oh the the um the master upgrade where like they give you like a goal. So like when I did the, all the marksman upgrades on my assault rifle, it was like, you need to get 50 headshots with this in order to unlock this skill. And I'm like, sweet. Like (laughs) that's going to be fun. And so then I was, you know, and that's on top of, that's on top of the challenges they give you each mission. And then, and then there's the, there's the challenge rooms. Yes. And then there's all the hidden retro shit. I and did like, one of those and I was so terrible. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. And, it, and and like you said, all that stuff's optional too. Yeah. Like, and, but it, it gives you a reason to keep playing it and playing it in different ways and trying different stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, you mentioned this. I mean, you went the sniper rifle route. I went the micro missiles route. Yeah. Like, um, I forget what the, sh- I didn't do the grenade on the shotgun. I did like more power or like a wider spread or whatever it was. Yeah. But, yeah. But uh, like I did both, but. Yeah, I mean, and then eventually I figured, oh, I can I can have both, and I can switch <laughs> between them. And um, I think that Mancubus fight is kind of a turning point. Like, it's up to that point. I'm trying to think. You, you're fighting hell. You're fighting hell knights. Yeah, and they're kind of the biggest dudes. But it was like when the Mancubus showed up, I was like, oh, sh- oh shit, they're gonna start to un- just unleash the the demon hordes at me now. As far as like the bi- the big it's dudes like, are gonna start to show up. Yeah, it's like them, and it's the. Um the Revenant, the rocket launcher guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When those two are fighting and then you're just like, this just feels like it's gone to a whole new level. And it really, it's interesting. Like imps don't get any easier. Like they no. still are taking as much damage as they've always taken, yeah. but now they feel like they're nothing. Yeah. Like you, you're not afraid but, of them. Yeah. But if you don't pay attention, they, they can... will still get you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, it's, 
It really, and it, you can't you can't say enough for how beautiful the game is. Like beautiful in the way that's completely appropriate. There was something about Doom Three where everything was like too shiny at times mm-hmm. while trying to be ultra gritty, and it was just like something about this feels yeah. like you're doing like a tech demo and not. I like what you said earlier, like that Doom is chaos, and they leaned into the chaos versus the horror yes. that they they tried previously, which. You know, his it, that was kind of the, the the misstep there, but like for it to man for it to come back as nicely as it did, and, and like nobody even knew like a day before release like what this, Honestly, this shit show was gonna be. You guys started talking about it, and I'm like, "There's a new Doom game coming out." Like, oh, that's gonna be awful. Like, and then all of a sudden, everybody was like, yeah. "Doom, it's for real." And so, like, I bought. I think I just bought it on a whim. I think I was actually coming back. I was coming back from a camping trip, and I'm like, you know what? I really want to play some Doom when I get home. I want to see what this game is about. And so I've actually been playing it on PS4, which obviously it doesn't look as good as it does on PC, but it still plays really yeah. well, and it's still really fun. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Doom is great. Yeah. Um, I want to completely switch gears. Okay. Because uh, the other feel-good story that you have going that I, I want to hear more about is... I was super stoked for Overcooked when it came out and showed yeah. you got you guys in the office and kind of like we looked at it right after I grabbed it and both didn't really know what to make of it. I had seen stuff online, but I was trying to like play it single player and it, it was weird. But like once we got like three or four people playing it uh, at the same time, it really opened up to how awesome Overcooked is. Like as far as like a local multiplayer game, local like co-op game of the year. It's fantastic. It's so fun. Like it's got those things that. Um what was that game called that was like a mobile game? It was Space Something. Space Team? Space Team. Yeah. It's it's got those elements of Space Team that people love where you're yelling at people like well, what are you doing? Well like when we when I when I um put uh, when I started the game, I was we were both kind of disappointed. Like in the menus, the 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 versus mode is grayed out. I was like, oh like we cause we really like playing uh competitive multiplayer games yeah. in the office and i thought that's what this was no it's at its best when it's four player co-op four player co-op and you are all yelling at each other to do stupid jobs in the kitchen because everything's going to hell and and because the <laughs> levels are designed in such an awesome way where they can cut you off so that two people can only do these things and they're totally reliant on these other two people not having their heads you know yeah. in the sand like it it is so phenomenal. Like it is so fun to play that way. I actually played with my wife and she's not really much of a gamer, um, but she gave it a try. And like, she was like at the end, she was like, I can't, I can't play this game anymore. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, you don't like it. She's like, no, it's really fun, but I, it's just stressing me out. And I'm like, yeah, it it is kind of stressful. And it like, it was funny when we played in the office, when we played with four people and like one of the people just didn't like, like they were not in the groove yet, and you're just like, "What are you doing? Like, you're just, just killing us. Just cook the hamburgers, JB. <laughs> you have one job. Just do it. Somehow you're in the middle of everything, and you're in my way. Oh, and I got those dirty dishes, damn it! <laughs> and just, uh, it, I mean, it really is. And every it's funny because people keep saying like, "Oh, it's just Diner Dash," and like, <laughs> Diner Dash must have just passed me by because right? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never played Diner Dash. I don't know what it is. Play this. This is really fun. But yeah, I don't care. <laughs> this is a great game. 
Uh, it's super fun. The art is is great. Yeah. It's yeah. it's what you would want from this. It is great. It makes me it makes me want a bomber man, the bomber man in that style. Yes. Um, the controls are super simple. Yeah. Like which is actually. Um, you wouldn't think so at first because the controller map that they show you before you load it up the first time, oh, it shows all the variations. So confusing. Yeah, but like there are two buttons, so you need to worry two about Two buttons. <laughs> you, you move, move the left thumbstick. That's it. Yeah. And then the recipes are like, they're all easy to understand, but there's just, like you kind of said, describing it, like the levels are set up so there's always at least one or two jobs too many for the people that you have. Yeah. And, and then you start like, and then once you kind of get that down, um, they do more complicated recipes or like levels will have different quirks to them. Like the earthquake level that like the, the, the ground raises and lowers. And if you can't climb up to the higher level and better hope that you have all you, all you need up there, or you're gonna have to wait till the earthquake calms down. And then or the pirate ship where the ship's rocking back and forth. So the map actually changes. Yeah every so often and you can get stuck in certain spots where you like have to walk all the way around and have you uh what other levels have you seen i haven't i those are the two like crazy levels that I've there's seen one that um you it's it's probably one of my favorites actually you have two food trucks that are driving down the highway <laughs> and as they're driving they'll drive apart from each other so you have to get whatever you need to get on whatever truck and then wait for when they come back and then you're just throwing stuff <laughs> between the two trucks as fast as you can because they're only together for a little bit that one that was really fun um yeah, the the pirate ship level is hard. I don't know the pirate ship pirate ship level is more punishing than I think that I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, later on in the game, they introduce rats. Like, there's rats that come and steal your food, <laughs> and you have to stop the rats from stealing your so food. So I can't just which, like set up plates for the hamburger toppings while that stuff's grilling. No, you have to be really like you start being like really efficient about. Once this thing is cut, it has to go into a pot. Like you can't just sit on the counter <laughs> and. Um, but I think honestly that the, the most fun, there's one level where it's, um, perfectly split into two sections. And so you have to pass everything, um, in the middle, like there's a middle, like just countertop that you put stuff on and people are passing that one's fun, but there's also a conveyor belt one that I think we really need to play as four players. Um, cause you have a conveyor belt that runs the perimeter of the room and, the sides are not, there's no way to pass things except to put it on the conveyor belt. So you have to get stuff on there and like, so you have to get a plate on there to get it over to the guy oh, so shit. that he can put a bun on it and you have to send him so raw meat so that he can cut it and then he has to bring it back and put it on the conveyor belt so that you can cook it and then you're trying to get the cooked meat back to him and it's just, it's like, like trying to manage all of this stuff and keep all of these things going is just... Sounds like a fun team building exercise. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It so really is. Great. What do your daughters think of this one? They love it. They think it's so fun. Like do they just watch it, or they just watch. Okay. Yeah, it's. Um, they just make fun of you when you mess up, or. Well, they no, they get stressed out. It's funny. Like they know I'm trying to like. It's weird. I'm not a completionist, but if you give me three stars, I really need to have three stars. <laughs> like it drives me nuts just to have two. That feels like failure. Um, and they know that. So, like, there was this one level that I played over and over again to try and get three stars. And we finally did it. And they were, like, super excited. But the whole time, they're just like, oh, daddy, you didn't do it. You only got two Stop stars. Stop disappointing your children, right? like, <laughs> That was, uh, no, that game turned out much better than I could have hoped for. Like, I had. That was, like, I, completely out of left field for me. Like, yeah. I just saw. 
I, mean, I, I saw a video of it and I'm like, oh, that looks kind of fun. I, I always tend to have local multiplayer games on, like I tend to have my next one queued up or on the horizon and I identified this one a, a while back, but I did not anticipate, like, like I said, the co-op aspect of it. I thought we would be playing versus mode and trying to see you know, who could manage a one-man kitchen the, f- the best. And yeah. No, it's... Co-op is... Yeah. Co-op is where it's at. Yeah, that game's that game's great. Um, actually, Team 17, the Worms guys, pub- yeah. published it. Yeah. Which... That's uh, cool. Uh, it's good to see them out there doing different stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know the actual developer, but, um, yeah, that game's awesome. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see. I want to jump to uh, talk a little bit about the game that we never stopped playing. Okay. Uh, and I'm curious as to <laughs> why Rocket League's on your list here. I, I, I honestly, I can't stop playing it. I mean, there, you, oh yeah, you started messing with duels a little bit, some one on one stuff. I tried it. Um, I'm so bad. Oh, I'm so bad. Uh, no, there, there has not been a game that I can remember that that just every time I play it, no matter what. I walk away and it's just like, that's just fun. Yeah. Like it's just so fun. Like, yes, it's frustrating. There are times where I'm playing just absolutely terrible. Like I am not, I was not an athletic kid growing up. I did not play organized sports ever. Um, Like it just wasn't, that wasn't in the cards for me. This is like the closest thing to like, I don't know, playing like recreational sports. Like, you oh just sure. Yeah. Go out and I play and I hope that I have a good game and if not then it's like oh well like you know next time hopefully it'll be better and but man every time every time I have fun. I think it's what this game what what it keeps coming down to for this game aside from like just how fun it is to play. The match length is perfect. Yeah. Like it's like I was trying to compare this to like I've noticed I still go back to play this casually. And I don't necessarily do that with Overwatch. I'm playing. I'm still playing Overwatch more, um, but I, it's at set times. Like I like to play that weekly on yeah. Saturdays or whatever for a couple hours. Versus Rocket League, I'll just do in between stuff, and then I'll also have big sessions still. And, yeah. Um, and part of it was because so they just did their uh, their championship series, mm-hmm. which was really fun to watch. This was the first esports thing I've ever. Uh, watched other than random YouTube clips, but like I watched for multiple hours over the weekend and got attached to a couple of the teams and got in, invested in the in the finals and um and and it's just like watching these guys pull off maneuvers that being someone that played sports and knowing you know I I used to I used to play a lot of golf yeah and um I had a couple years where I was super intense and I had one summer where I just, I could just, I could just feel the ball. Like when I would swing, like mm-hmm. I just felt, I just had total control over all everything. Never reached that point again because I took a break or whatever. Yeah. But like starting to see that level of skill in a, in a game and being able to understand it versus like watching a lot of the other, uh, esports that like on Dota or league that I don't understand those games to be able to yes. watch them. I can, Real, I can watch and understand Rocket League even at the high level play. Yes, and you know I'm still amazed at the stuff that they can pull off. Yeah, I still don't know how to do it. <laughs> like, like I understand the systems that are allowing them to do the things that they're doing. I can't do it because I'm not as good at them. And there's something about that relationship that is so compelling to because like, I watched that. I watched some highlights with you, and and I saw that you were watching the stream 
over the weekend. So I tuned in and watched a couple matches here and there. And I mean, there is just something about like being able to recognize like everybody can pick up a baseball bat and swing it. Yeah. Not everybody can hit a home run. Like it is that difference they're, of like they're, they're not playing a different game than no, us. No, <laughs> I, I can jump and use my thrusters exactly like they're doing. I just don't know how to do it the way that they're doing it. And they, they just understand the game so well and, and understand what that ball is gonna do at any given moment. Yeah. That yeah. that they really do things that are awesome. But but it's still like it is like, yeah, there's major league baseball and that's what these guys are. I'm playing rec softball. <laughs> Guess what? It's still fun no yeah, matter what. Yeah. Like it's fun across the spectrum. I think this is like their I, I can't remember if it's season 3 or 4. I'm getting them confused with other games that have seasons, but the rankings and their competitive uh mode there's been something about this season that has felt um much better and that the people that I'm playing with every match is fun. Like I I, mean, yeah. I, I will still randomly get crushed by people that are on the way up or or I'm and over my head, yeah. but it's a lot more rare. And I'm just playing super competitive games that, that I understand why I'm winning and why I'm losing. And it makes it more fun and more compelling. And, um, yeah, I, I just watching, watching the, the championship series got me more invested in the game again. And I'm just, I'm, I don't know, like you, you compared to like rec league softball, like I want to take it up one more notch. I don't yeah. really know what that is, but it's, 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 Travel team. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to play uh, uh, casually, and it's it just I'm not playing it any less than I was at this time last year. It's crazy. I really think that there is something, though, to like this. This could be the first game, as far as eSports is concerned, that I could sit down and actually watch a match mm-hmm. and like want to watch a match because like, I'm the same way. Like I, I, I watch any of the Dotas or the MOBAs and like, I don't understand what, what makes him better than everybody else. Yeah. Like I just, I can't, I can't differentiate what's going on to really understand it. I mean, this game it's, I mean, it is sports. Like yeah. it is like as close to traditional sports as you're going to get with it being not, you know, but it is really fun to watch. It's yeah. really fun to watch other people play it. Yeah. I was, I, I, I don't know. This game broke through on on the level of just having a competitive game to play, but now that it's even turning into a thing that I'll watch, like this will be the thing where I actually I know these teams, I know these players, yeah. and and that's that's crazy. Like yeah. it, it's 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 super cool for this random free game I got with my PlayStation last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's keep moving here, and uh, I would, I do want to switch gears. Unless you've got a, a nuclear throne story that is is you're itching to tell. No, the only thing that I wanted to say about Nuclear Throne is that I realized today while I was thinking about it that I I was surprised that Gungeon wasn't able to eclipse Nuclear Throne and that I would rather play Nuclear Throne than play Gungeon, Uh, which they're different games and that's not totally fair. I mean, it's just they they got a lot of similarities drawn between the two of them, but Nuclear Throne is as um, it's actually. I will say this: it is part of the humble indie bundle right now. Okay. So if you have not picked a copy of it up, I would highly recommend. I think it's like if you pay ten bucks, you get it, and you get um, like Super Time Force Ultra or whatever, oh, nice. and um, some other great indie games. So if you haven't done that, I would definitely go get it. But great game, yeah. I, just, I, mean, I think we'll have a lot of we'll talk about Gungeon a bit 
towards the end of the year, I'm sure. But yeah. there is a fun factor difference between the two. Like you're, it's they're scratching different inches in that regard. So, yep. Uh, and I, I just really like everything that I just like how Vlambeer kind of holds themselves on mm-hmm. real, anytime Rami he's written some articles related to like no man's sky and that kind of stuff recently. Like <laughs> how is it great? And, and just nuclear thrones development of live streaming. Most of it, like yep. it's, it's a super interesting uh, game in that regard too. And I'm glad that it has, has legs for you. Like yeah. I, I, I should play more of it, but never, never get back around to it. Cause I'm, I'm in space right now. <laughs> and, um, a lot of people <clears throat> hyped up no man's sky yep. and had, they had dreams and ambitions for the game that it didn't stand a chance of fulfilling and they voiced their frustrations. I'm not here to address that stuff. I'm excited for the future of no man's sky because he's, he came out and kind of said today, like DLC for this thing is going to be free. So it's going to come in patches. They've got bases plan. They've got freighters plan. They've got other, other stuff. Um, so I, I just kind of want to talk like wish list stuff, wish list things or like just ideas you've had. Uh, even going back to, like I said, I just, Right now, I just want a camera. I want a really easy way to take screenshots yes. and 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 display those. If I can, if you can't visit my planet, I want to be able to share that yes. stuff easily with with my network of space explorers. And I think that was the re- reality that kind of set in while everybody was playing was like, oh, the the whole idea of people going to see my stuff is really not going to be as big of an element. Mm-hmm. And I was fine with that. I did not need right. that to be. But I think you're absolutely right. Taking pictures of all the crazy stuff, taking pictures of these gorgeous planets, taking pictures from the moon of even, the, the giant planet in the distance, like even just having a scrapbook of that stuff. Not even like I mean, I want to share it, but right? Because like, that's the other thing is like I'm going to leave that planet and I'll never come back oh, to it. Like, it's hard to go back to it, right? It is once you've made several jumps, it's not easy to figure out where you've come from. Um, so yeah, to be able to go and look and see like. You know, here are my here are my moments that I really you know captured during this journey. I think they absolutely need to capitalize on that. Um, I saw somebody, one of the gaming publications on Twitter, was like, you know, send us pictures of your your crazy no man's sky yeah. things, and it's just like there, there's such an opportunity for them to seize right now. Of like, there are stories to be told. Let people tell their stories. There's there's been something about just like I just want to see everybody's first planet. I just want to see their first yeah. fifteen minutes. Like because I think you and I had a similar experience where we landed on a really <laughs> hot planet and we were just like, oh, um, I guess I have to manage both the hazardous system and the life support system. Yeah. And then I jumped and then I was on a planet that was just normal temperature <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's not a thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I jumped and landed on a water planet and realized I couldn't swim underwater. And <laughs> it's just like this. Yeah, I got to pay attention to stuff, but it's because, I mean, that was Kyle's problem of like, he was judging the game based on that one planet. And it's that first impression can be powerful. Yeah. But, uh, um, it's also, it's also really fascinating just to see what everybody, everybody else had that unique experience. And I, I could listen to stories about that all day, every day. I would love to see, um, I think there's a lot that they can do in space so I had one moment where these these giant freighter ships hyperdrived in, mm-hmm. and then they put a distress beacon out yeah. because they were getting attacked. I finally, yeah, I finally, I finally survived and won one of those. And that was so, it was so awesome. Like it was so cool just to see that happen. I, I want to see them go 
even further with that. Like, I want to see like full out conflict between like maybe two of the races mm-hmm. or two of the species that you come across, and like like you just come into a system and like they're like fighting and like battling and like maybe like when you go down to the planet, like they say, you know, like there's a whole opportunity for like quests. Like, yeah. like we need this material for our war effort and not even, are you going to help us? Like it just, they can always be Eve online light with that stuff too. Yeah. Like, like those stories that we've heard from that game can take place here, but like to, to a, to a lesser extent, but they're, I think you're right. The space stuff can get really, really blown out. And yeah, um, yeah I really, you, you showed me your YouTube clip of your, first encounter with the freighters that were being attacked and had I not seen your video where you accidentally shot the freighters when you're trying <laughs> to shoot the fighters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was really being careful about where I was shooting, but, um, uh, so disappointed. Those, 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 uh, dog fights are growing on me. Those are, those are pretty exhilarating and they're like, yeah. and they're just like, they're a nice change of pace. Cause usually I'm just zoned out. I'm doing my, I'm like, I'm in between space station runs and, and Oh shit. I'm either, um, I've either got really nice stuff on my, my ship and they're out to get me or yeah. uh, the distress uh, vegan stuff was pretty I cool. I think that's like, I think that's one of those like in such a chill game where most of the time you're so relaxed. There's those moments where you're, you're firing your pulse drive. So you're in a jump to another planet. You're not, you're not hyper driving, but you're in a jump to another planet. And all of a sudden it'll say, hostile ship subscan detected and you're like oh crap as soon as i come out of this they're going to be waiting for me and like it's like those moments where you're like all right i'm gearing up like as soon as i punch out of this i'm going to go and start fighting them and like i think those moments are fantastic i i think i would love to see them add more weapon variety to the ships okay um so i would love to see things like maybe like rockets or missiles of some kind um but just to make that, I think there's lots of things they can do with the ships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I've i always wanted, I like really big ships. Like, I love those big freighters when you see, especially when you see like three of them drop out of hyperdrive, yeah, just like right in front of you. And I'm just like, everything's so awesome. <laughs> everything makes you feel so small. Right yeah. I mean, it would be cool to get, like, I've seen some big freighters, but like, you know, they're nothing compared to the scale of those. Um, so it would be cool to to maybe pilot something that's that big. I don't know how they would do that, but yeah. like if you could like have that, and then like you take your like jump ship from that down to the planet, and then like you can land on. There's been yeah, there's been something with when you're buying a ship. Like I, I was like, I, but I still I still want to keep my ship. Like I want to be able to swap back like to my fighter versus my fr- my freight. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I'll be curious because they're adding that stuff. I don't know where they're going with it, like building bases, freighters. Like I feel like there is something to just having a bigger stash of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But man, but if but there's anything I want. I want uh, just give me some kind of chest or bank or something yeah. where I can drop stuff off in. But the thing that got me most excited was when my my brain started wandering towards uh, seasons for this game, yeah. a la Diablo. Okay. And and one one step is scary because I don't know what they'll do. And I, I, I remember reading this somewhere in the past two years, so who knows what it actually means now. Yeah. That they may, after a certain time, reset the universe. Mm. So which I don't I, I don't actually see them being able to do because I think people will get attached to the stuff that they've done and will want that at a point in time. But maybe 
you do what you do in Diablo where you have your kind of core story characters, yeah. but then you can re- you can start a season and start fresh and then maybe, maybe, maybe doing that to like give people fresh starts if they want it. But the traditional universe, the original universe still exists and it continues to be just like as fully fleshed out as it continues to get. Yeah. Because I still think, you know, what, what does that universe look like in a year? Right. And, we start talking about like being able to put in coordinates to travel to specific places and having things that you do to make you do that. Like, I think there's a lot of possibilities there Mm -hmm. to like want to have this original universe that they just continue to build off of, but also letting you every three to four months start fresh if you want to, if that's, if that's a draw for people. And I think that's an easy, and then you, you know, you start experimenting with like, different things in seasons that can be getting implemented into the bigger game and give reasons for people to jump between stuff. Um, that, that stuff excites me as far as just the possibility of changing up content or trying, trying different things with the game, but not, um, affecting the core experience as long as that stays. Yeah. And I'm really sensitive to that with a lot of the stuff that kind of came out in the last couple of years about vanilla, vanilla. Wow. Getting shut, shut down on people running that server. I was like, yeah, like nostalgia wise, I would love to be able to go back and and play like day one. Wow. Yeah. And I think they said that they're just going to reset the universe on a regular clip going forward. But I I I'd be surprised if they if they if they start out that way if they don't have like the the preserved universe and then seasonal universes could be yeah. a cool approach. I think also they're just they they don't. It's the kind of game where they don't know what it's going to be yeah. and what people are going to pull out of it. And so I think they'll read that a lot too to figure out those things. Because I think you're right. I think there will be, I think there's a huge nostalgia like kind of thing with this game where you just get like, oh, I remember that first Galaxy. Like that was my first one. And like, I think but, they need to capitalize if, on that. Yeah. And if they patch in three or four months from now, making it easy for you to travel back to the places that you've named like that's that's an easy that's an easy thing and if you add that you've got to keep that stuff around but and and there's some value to that as far as like just being being there for day one or or the launch of this like you know kind of rewarding those players and those are going to be the people that yeah because it keeps track like even like if you're if you just hop on 12 months from now like you just like go on and like you know you can go back and like see like I, this is the plan I discovered, you know, the first day, like this was where I landed. Like, I, I think that is a huge thing that this game can do that not a lot of other games have the, the ability to do. And at the same time, like if it does get to the point where everything's so saturated that I'm not discovering stuff on a regular clip that pulls a big motivation out for me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, granted, I don't know the numbers to know how realistic that is. Yeah. Uh, with their 18 quintillion planets, but, I uh, think you're. I think you're right in that once people start getting closer to the, the core, yeah, it'll get concentrated around the core. Um, There's always stuff to explore in the outer rim, right? <laughs> yeah, and then they do their Firefly spinoff. <laughs> That's how that works, right? Um, no, it was just yeah. It was just I'm excited about the future of this game. I don't know where they're going with with DLC and content. Like I, you know, I don't necessarily want. I want bases from the, I want a place to call home to put my stuff. I don't really want to build s- settlements or like anything in that direction. Yeah. I always want the focus to be on exploration. Yeah. That's hard. That will be really interesting to see which way they go with that. Cause it could be nice. And then it, yeah, it could be, 
It could get ridiculous. Um, but I do like the idea of having a place that's... I can make my own private zoo. Yeah. Put, yeah. All, my, put all my derpy dinosaurs in one place. That would be crazy. I want them to do... Um, I want them to do a thing like Tap Tycoon. I want them to be a thing where like... So, so Tap Tycoon... I never see you playing. You never see me playing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So very similar asynchronous online capabilities to what no man's sky is doing. So we are part of a group, the horrible night trust. Yeah. Just failing miserably. <laughs> um, but we are, we have the opportunity to work towards some oh, yeah. common thing. And so I, th- I'm. I want to say so we can group together to buy a freighter. We still never see each other. <laughs> or, or we we contribute resources um, to a Death Star to something to some <laughs> to some goal either or or for like a base unlock or something yeah. like that. Like so, I don't need to actually see you to do that, but just to know like passively yeah. like. I'm part of this group and we're working towards this thing, I think would be great. Yeah. I think it would be fantastic. I, I must stress, I do not need to see other people yeah. in this game. I do not. Oh, that's the deal breaker, man. I don't want that. <laughs> we're, we're staying away from that stuff, but that is the most ridiculous uh, point that people get keep getting hung up on. I mean, like, it's only a week away. <laughs> it only takes one developer one week. Man. Yeah, we're not up. talking about We're not going to talk about All right. Um... <laughs> Any, any other thoughts for no man closing thoughts for no man's sky before we I, I regroup just, with a large our larger space fleet in a month or so i'm just i'm constantly excited by the ideas of what they can do with this yeah. game and like that you, you know you rarely see such a great base level that i love i love playing this but just thinking now they can just build on top of it. Yes. And it's only going to get better. Yes. Um, that just makes me so excited. Yep. And so I'm, I'm, I just, I'm so, so pumped to see where they're going to take this game and what they want to do with it. And I hope they got to celebrate in last week too. I just hit, I'm, I'm I hope they're all okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they, they pull off an amazing thing. And like, like I said, it seems to be selling well and there's a lot of good, uh, to no man's sky. And yep. we, Yeah. We're big fans. Yep. All right. Um, wrapping things up here. Let's let's start heading down to uh, what what are you playing next? What's on your radar uh, when you're not in space and post Doom? Yeah, I was gonna say Doom is probably next, um, and then uh, Uncharted is just Uncharted Four. I want to get to it. Um, yes, I got yes. through one, and I got through the middle of two, and now I'm trying to decide what I want to do. Just as time gets compressed. Um, September and October are really busy for my family because it's like everybody but my wife has birthdays during that time. So a couple, couple games come out in September and October too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm going to try and get Uncharted Four in at some point. Um, I've been told that Dishonored and its forthcoming sequel are really worth checking out. So pretty legit. That's on my list. Um, I'll probably pre-order Dishonored 2 because then I get Dishonored remastered yep. with it. So um, I'll probably do that. And then um, I'm actually really looking forward to um, Gran Turismo Sport. Oh, okay. coming out yeah. soon-ish. Um, I'm actually, because I haven't, I haven't played a racing game in a while. 
I'm and really I'm really curious to see how Forza Horizon Three turns out on the on the other side of that. But yeah, yeah. I played Forza was the last series that I played a lot when I had my 360, um, and I'm not going to buy an Xbox One, so sure. unfortunately, that's not going to be part of my gaming experience. But, but you might buy a PC, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that has all these Xbox games on it. Yeah, that's eh? true. Eh? That would be eh? interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, and then. Final Fantasy 15 is looking like it'll be less and less of a thing that I actually get to now that they've officially announced late November back to late November. <sighs> like I think the 29th yeah. of November, yeah. which man, then, but then you had time. a big RPG battle on your hands because it's Final Fantasy. And then like a week later is South Park. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a South Park fan. So that's not, <laughs> that's not so much about those are fun me, games, but I'm going to. So, yeah. Throw out the big wrench in your September October plans. How much Destiny are you going to play this year? How much Destiny are you going to play? I don't this know year? yet. We'll see how that thing turns out. That? My, I am not. I am not down on Destiny. Uh-huh. I enjoyed my comeback, and I've I've told other people. I really. I'm more excited for Destiny next year. Destiny two, whatever that mm-hmm. thing ends up being. Yeah. And there's something about like if I'm going to go into Destiny, I want to stick with it for a while. So I want as much content to available as I can. Yeah. Um, because w- when I came back for Taken King, I also had those two DLC things to go through and I really enjoyed the, the wolf stuff and, mm-hmm. and the dark blow. Um, like having that in addition to Taken King made that a beefy, a really yeah. beefy experience. Yeah. So I kind of want to save this next expansion for when I come back for, for good yeah. rather than just blowing through this expansion and then going back to other games, which I know I, that's more likely than sticking with destiny when it's got a more, heavy release next year i guess yeah. but my destiny play will be directly related to how much everybody else right, plays it enough. um buddy up with aaron i'm sure he'll he'll give somebody a run around with for sure and yeah i honestly right now it's not it's just not really big on my my radar could be awesome though could i could change my no team. it could be great um and i think there's stuff in the there was the gosh was that april the patch that came out yeah yeah the April patch that I never played any of, um, which could be interesting. I just saw today that they're going to let you do um, multiplayer in private games, like yep. with your friends. So if you just want to do deathmatch with people, oh, we've you got know. games for that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, that, I think that will be the other problem. I think is is and then Overwatch is over. Is that so? Twenty eighteen is when activision buys hello games and they just combine destiny and no man's sky <laughs> right that's that's where this ends right that would be <laughs> i don't know how would be i don't know what that Cause that's be. really what i wanted was destiny with a lot of planets yes that's the dream but yes that is the biggest problem with destiny is like really we're going back to that place again <laughs> please no uh, I hope they fix that stuff. I hope they get their their, their tools in order for faster, more content. But yeah. um, stuff I've been playing, stuff we've been playing. Yeah. Um, I'll just give a shout out to Alienation as far as like a co-op shooter. And it's similar to Helldivers for us, but a much more fun arcade experience and also um, some fun some fun power-ups and leveling up and loot uh, and, and this little... Shooter, we've been playing it online. We played we had one big session, I'd say. Um, yeah, and I've played it a couple of times by myself just to kind of play, and it's good. I thought it was like kind of a throwaway game, but it was it was it was fun to get people to group together and shoot stuff. So yeah, that's uh, good. More accessible, I think, than Hell Divers too. So yeah, um, yeah. The loot system is the loot system makes the difference. 
And the other game I gotta give a shout out to after our run in with Quake One multiplayer. Oh man, that was fun. This that Rats Insta Jib game yes. shows up on, on Steam and found its perfect audience with us. Hold on, we gotta talk about this really quick. Cause you say Insta Jib. Yes. I say Insta Gib uh-huh. like GIF. I don't know. Because I'm not thing. a heathen. Right. I'm not gonna argue with you on gifts, but for they've always been Jib? Uh-huh. What what is a jib? Like an inst a jib is like giblets. Like when you giblets? Sp- when you spat like you splatter <laughs> apart. Like because I always insta jibs insta jibs I actually well, actually not no. Those are telefrags, but I've just always called them jibs. But huh? um That's very interesting. Yeah. Um but basically this game is my favorite Unreal Tournament mod from my college days, where it's just the one-shot kills from across the map with ridiculous gravity settings and kind of floaty movement. And uh, they, I don't know, they took that mod, made a game out of it, it in is, 2016, and it's really fun. It is hyper-focused. It is... It does one thing. It's it $4. <laughs> one thing. Um, and, and even, like, the settings that they provide are very much to the people who enjoyed playing this particular mod. And, like, I never played Unreal Tournament, but Quake had a very similar idea. Like, it, it was just very pervasive at the time. But it is it is fun. It is incredibly fast. Um, incredibly hectic. I mean, talk about a game that, like, once a round is over, you're just like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, we're all right. Um, just really, really fun. Um it's got a little bit of that hook of like wanting to get better too. Like you sure. feel like I'm just doing something a little bit wrong. Well, and that's more of like, I want to prove to myself that I'm as good as I was when I was 20. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. But I uh, really was proud of myself with the quake one multiplayer. Cause I'm like, okay, you, I you, still got it. You do. You and <laughs> you and Coop are on another level, but I was still having fun with it. I really liked, um, it's got a little bit of a uh, community support and that people are putting in maps. That the are maps are great. And they're doing maps that are like, classic quake maps there's a wolfenstein 3d map there's some classic unreal tournament maps like and a team fortress map team fortress map it's i mean it's great like when we did um dust which oh yeah the scale of dust if you don't dust is counter-strike map but the scale is weird because it feels humongous in this game which actually makes sense because you're a rat right so if you think about it in that regard you're a rat running around that, dust. I, that never clicked for me like because yeah. it's always been they're jumping around giant root like living rooms and yeah. stuff but yeah they're the size of rats yeah and then they added like little you know unlock little items for your rat to customize them and yeah and you've tried the online like rank stuff where oh it unlocks even more stuff and those people are too, hardcore but too good like the gulf between me and those people is just it's it's too much that it's I wanna, depressing I, but i need to go witness it but i like playing with our our group of four to yes. six and uh very fun to play yeah people I, you know that came out of nowhere and had a perfect like i said coming off of the quake stuff hitting another nostalgic shooter tune yep. like uh it was, it was pretty cool i don't think you're gonna get to this stuff but i have to throw out some recommendations for you um, I do think you've got your priority straight in trying to get in, into Dishonored. Yeah. But I would keep an eye on Deus Ex reviews that are coming out in the next week. Um, I will definitely play Deus Ex Go. Yes. Which should be out the 13th, wait, 18th. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's very soon. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, lots of people have good things to say about Human Revolution. Really curious to see how Mankind Divided turned out. Like if they, yeah, it could go. It could go in either direction. Yeah. So, um, 
So I'm keeping my distance from it until I read some reviews. But um, And I still think that Hitman is still going and has been one of the more interesting stories of the year that I think it, it still warrants consideration games of the year conversations that people should, more people I, should give a shot. I really, really liked the last Hitman game. I really liked most of the ones that I've played. Um, and so kind of seeing people get really excited about the episodic one, it's got me very intrigued. So I, I, that might end up getting up there on yeah. my list. It's uh, it's It's got a lot there to sink your teeth into, too. And they're, they're still adding episodes, and it seems like that's going well, where the developers want to do two more seasons of it. Yeah, and so that's, cool. that's been... That's been a fun story, like from the. This is a shit show. Why are you going episodic with it? Like, yeah. Figure that basically figured they don't have the budget for the full game, and they're hoping this first episode sells enough so they complete the game. That yeah. was the impression I got. But no, like, yeah. Turns out that this is might have been the way that Hitman should have been released. All, all I think all that was my problem too. Is when I saw that they were doing this, I'm like, this is, this is like the the new alternative to just going free to play. And then just, you know, in at purchasing the hell out of this game, like I was really worried that like, oh, they they can't pull off an actual game. But yeah, now that I've I've heard people really enjoy it, I definitely want to give it its its chance. Cool. All right. uh, Last thing, any uh, game industry shout outs. You and I have had a little ongoing discussion in the last couple weeks. It keeps coming up. Looking back at like kind of the games of the generation conversations. That, yeah. And um, uh, a while, I think about a month or so ago now, uh, Red Dead Redemption came out, Xbox combat, backwards compatibility. Yep. And got to revisit the glory that is Red Dead Redemption. And we were talking about it, and you weren't involved in the site when Red Dead was out. And I couldn't remember what else came out that year with Red Dead and came to discover... Um, that like uh, some other sites we respect, uh, Red Dead did not win our game of the year uh, yeah. that year. Uh, it, was like, it came out alongside Mass Effect 2, which you have not played. No, I have not. Uh, but I'm just here to kind of state publicly that uh, I love that Mass Effect series, and Mass Effect 2 is my favorite of those games. But the the Red Dead sticks with you, and and... I would like to change my vote. <laughs> but uh, I will not hesitate to say that Red Dead Redemption is my favorite game of all time. Um, I can't, I can't remember a game that took hold of me as much as that game did. And it's like, it, as much as I make fun of Kyle for Witcher Three, I would have been that person back then because yeah. it was like, oh hey, have you played this? No, I'm playing Red Dead, and I'll play it until I can't play it anymore. <laughs> like it. It is it, part of it is just the 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 Western um, environment was just so compelling and so what I needed because I was Grand Theft Auto was just continually losing me. Oh yeah, like, I don't care about where I'm at. I wasn't going to get this game because this I didn't like GTA Four, and I think a lot of people felt that way too. And I think that ultimately that was part of why. It opened the door for Mass Effect 2 because there was just, there was something about people didn't like combat sometimes, mm-hmm. like they didn't like the gunplay sometimes. They, I think everybody was pretty on board with like best horse in a video game <laughs> 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> 
to that time that anybody had ever seen. Like it, it just felt phenomenal to ride that horse. Um, but man, I don't think Rockstar has written characters that no. well before then and since then. I don't think that they've gotten an environment. I don't think they've done music as well as they did in that game. That's another game I just like to be in. Like, yeah, I, I just hunted shit. I could have done that all day, every day. Just give me more of the wild, the west. I mean, like it literally gives me chills just thinking about like being out in a plane at night, and you've got like your campfire, and I, it's just. I remember seeing a bunch of like time lapse videos that people were doing of just sunsets and sunrises in that game. I was like, that is, and that game still looks great. Like, it, yeah. it's ridiculous, and it's just like Rockstar's sitting on some announcements of. No one, no one really knows what they're working on right now, and most likely, it's Red Dead's turn to come up. And I just, I can't imagine what that actually is going to look like. And hopefully, it gets the care that this one did because that. But because I, I thought you were going towards everybody was kind of down on GTA Four, which opened the door to be surprised and and enthralled by Red Dead Redemption because yeah. my expectations were so low. And then just yeah, that that rise from no, this game's pretty perfect. Yeah. I, man, I hope Rockstar really, they have to know what they have. They have to know that, that, I mean, they don't kick games. Obviously, since we haven't seen a sequel to this game in, in, you know, as long as it's been and they pump out Grand Theft Auto games, you know, on a, on a fairly decent click. Um, they, they put, they put stuff in between there. They kind of wedge things in there to like, it was 2010. So it's been, yeah. I mean, I can't think of something. I think I said this when we were talking about earlier, like there isn't a game that I wouldn't buy the second that it was of it. (laughs) Like I would throw money at it. Just hoping that it is just a little bit of what I love so much in that game. And, I, I, you know, I was really bummed because I, I don't own an Xbox One. So when, you know, it was backwards compatible, I'm like, well, crap. That'd be really funny if that's what pushes you over to get a, over the edge to get a PC. I can't play it there. My 360 finally red ringed for the last time. Do you want my 360? Because <laughs> that's the thing is Red Dead is sitting on my desk at work yep. right now. And I don't have a console that I can play it we can on. Go, we can go boot it up. Oh, man. All right. It's so good. It is so good. Um, so yeah, that's the. Those are the two most disappointing um, past game of the year decisions years made. for Horrible Night. Um, well, you're you're going to be able vocal to, about the other one, but you're, yes, you're going to be able to vote this year, so it'll be your fault going forward as yeah, well. This year's uh, this year, I don't think is as much of a. I mean, interesting, but like, if think about the show, like from where we were. A week, a week or so ago, just like apprehensions about No Man's Sky, and then how tie on that game we are right now, and then closing with some Red Dead conversation. I think we, I think we made for a pretty positive show. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening to the Horrible Nightcast, Ryan. Fun talking with you. Great being here. And uh, we'll be back with another episode. Hopefully next week. We're trying to get this schedule <laughs> uh, sorted out, but we're we're sticking with it. Uh, in the meantime, you can check out. Our other uh, podcast on HorribleArena.com. That's friends of the site. We've got wrestling, pop culture, uh, other conversations, and help support the shows on iTunes with reviews. Gets gets the show out there to more people and, and keeps us motivated. So we'll see you next time.
Bye.